Hey y'all. Hey. This is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, episode 16, A Crazy Ass Night. <laughs> this is going to be fun. This is Randy. And Mikey. And, um, you know, we're here to talk about all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage. There you go, babe. We're going to keep this intro short because we have a new voicemail. So Yay. thank y'all for leaving voicemails. It's really fun. And we love that we are getting feedback when we ask questions. Yeah. Because we like answers to questions. <laughs> That's why we ask them. So thank you. Thank you. Hope you enjoy. Hi, this is Reagan calling from Atlanta, Georgia. And I wanted to say I am so proud of you, Mikey and Randy. Um, just want to leave my little two cents of feedback. I have been thoroughly enjoying all of the episodes. Um, I'm definitely laughing at episode 15. Mikey whispering at the end is hilarious. But I did want to give my um, feedback as well on um, the topic of discussion, which was what is something that you find is hard to love either about yourself, you feel, or about your significant other. And I would just speak um, just from firsthand experience on loving a petty partner, um, loving them through that flaw. I think socially or society has accepted petty behavior, you know, petty comments, being petty is now a thing, and you have petty LaBelle and petty this and petty that or whatever, whatnot. And it's like, oh, okay, he, ah, but it's like when you're really actually faced with it, how do you still love that person through what you may consider a flaw, but something that they may not see as a flaw within themselves whenever they actually own up to this type of behavior of being petty. So that would be one of the things that I see as a hard to love, but that is one thing for me that I'm like, okay, this person is definitely petty, and I still love this crazy behind, but I'm going to own up. And I also feel that for me, I can be... Um, impatient at time, and I feel that that is something that can be hard to love within with someone, um, especially with communication. I feel like I can relate to you, Mikey, on communicating with your significant other. I have always been the person to say, oh, well, I want to talk about it right then and right now, and I feel Randy, my significant other, can relate a lot to you because he's not always ready to speak whenever I'm ready to speak, you know, but I feel like communication and my patience it definitely lacks on the patient side for me um that's my feedback i'm loving the podcast y'all keep it up love you guys now check it out now look the apple don't fall far from trees right i'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees like and if i'm ripping it what i'm so with my seeds like now check it out Hey y'all! Hey, Reagan, thank you so much for that thank voice. You very bell. much. I thought it was nice. I don't consider you impatient. I do communication, but you know we're not in a relationship, so <laughs> maybe. <laughs> just so people know, our relationship with the person who just called—that's our personal trainer. Yeah, and I can say because of my relationship with you that you are impatient. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. She's she's pretty kind. Yeah, with helping your boy get some of this fat off. But um, we really appreciate it. Yeah, I think it's funny that you consider him petty. That's really funny. I, I want to spend some more time around him. I want to see this. I only met him once. They look just alike. It's really creepy. Well, Reagan's kind of petty. Maybe she was talking about. She is. 
right. This is episode 16. <laughs> Crazy yeah. ass night. Yeah. So in this episode, we're going to tell y'all about a time we got really messed up. And you know, that's really... <laughs> <laughs> that's it? Then we're going to get into what I remember. And then what Mikey remembers so about that night. So what Randy remembers and what actually happened. <laughs> so, uh, but first, we do have a love story from Mikey. And then a fight or flight segment, which will be a little different because a listener, also known as my sister, decided to call in with a voicemail. She has a grievance and she would like us to address it during our fight or flight. And this will be interesting. This should be fun. But after that, well, you know, after that, we are going to have our PDA. And we may give her some PDA just to lighten <laughs> the fight or flight response. We should. <laughs> because you don't want these problems. All right. <laughs> but all right. Love story. All right. So, so me. Um, so, because the theme of this episode is alcohol oh, and the effect it can have on your life, I found a love story, you know. Oh, my God. It started in a bar. It's okay. This is a good one. Okay. Um, so, this young lady um she and her friends were in law school and they were i think they were waiting for their results from the bar exam so they had planned like a girl's night out okay uh, it was a random thursday night they got dressed up they got all fancy and it was going around to a lot of different bars um her and her friend who she refers to as jay um had a history of like competing quote unquote over men that's weird yeah <laughs> so um they were going out and they saw a guy and they both was like oh he looks great but you know it was a girl's night out so they're not talking to any guys right but jay you know walked over to him the friend she competes with yes oh wait one second where'd mm-hmm. you get this story from oh i got the story on ivy league securities.com i don't know it's gonna be in the description okay uh and so jay walks up to her and and, the, and she's like you know like well this isn't anything new you know i kind of thought she would but the guy ends up coming over and this time's Jay. This time Jay's uh, intentions were different. So she actually talked to the guy and said, "Hey, go talk to my friend." Hmm. Yeah. So the guy and the girl get to talking. Mm, next thing you know, eight years later, two cats and two kids later. Oh, like, yeah, they're married now. That's really Jay. Look at you, Jay. And this was after a night of drinking heavily, like a lot of wine, a lot, of, <laughs> yeah. a lot of alcohol. And the reason why I, I like the story was because. Alcohol leads to good things. Um, not in some really. cases, okay. I'm just, I, I like to highlight the cases where alcohol is a positive, huh. because you know, as someone who enjoys the occasional drink, the occasional, the occasional drink, um, not a heavy drinker. Uh, Mikey, why are you? Why are you lying? I just don't understand why you. As lie. someone who loves alcohol and it's many different forms, <laughs> um, I always think it's sweet when people meet through the drink. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love you. I was like, oh, they drunk and kiss on each other and blah, you know, like, or, you know, they're fine. and they got married. Yes. And they have two cats and two kids and kids. Yes. That's nice. That's a nice story, babe. Alcohol brings people joy. Like the joy that the fans are about to get from listening to this episode. Fans? Yes. The fans. All right. Listeners. The listeners. <laughs> like, the fans. what are you saying? Feel important today. But Mikey. I do. Be humble. Of course. We only have 16 episodes in. Exactly. And we got 16 fans. What do we do? <laughs> so that is my love story. We're going to make it one day. What you mean? We've been made it. I made it when I got you. All right. Thank you, babe. So our story, y'all. All right. So a little backstory. We're doing this story about a crazy ass night, mainly because we haven't done a story in a while. We realize we've been doing a lot of lists, which is fine because it helps us, you know, equal out the talking and it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like only one person podcast. Yeah. Um. But we we were looking forward to a story. Mikey went back and listened to our first five episodes. And he was like, you know, babe, maybe we need to take it back. 
you know? And so this is how we got the idea. Mm. We also wanted to highlight some shenanigans before marriage. You know, things that we've talked about in episode 12, I believe, about things you should do before you get married. Mm-hmm. And this is on a list of them. Or maybe it should be. Also, and we didn't talk about this, but Randy and I are on this cleanse right now. And we can't <laughs> have no alcohol, which like sucks. It, yeah. Because I got like a fridge full of beer. And I have a fridge full of wine. And like, I just want to drink, but healthy things. So this is actually, we're going to live vicariously through our memories. Yes. And then we're also going to, we also bring up the story because it's probably a good indicator of why no one should drink tequila. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like everyone knows tequila is the devil, but here's it's why the devil. And so this story begins. We were engaged and this, this happened in 2015 and we were living with our parents preparing to move in three months. We did not know we were preparing to move in three months, but three months later we would be in our new place. Um, Can I ask you, so this particular new year's where we like just kind of drinking away the sorrow of yeah, staying with our parents, with our parents oh, okay. and feeling like we were never going to get out. Like, why did I get this degree? And I'm on the sofa at my mom's house. With well, her cat. degrees lead to sofas. This is true. Yeah. I know that now. So I can be a little less hard on myself if it ever happens again. <laughs> but That's not happening again. I don't know. It never okay. will. So we plan to get responsibly fucked up <laughs> um, <laughs> at our friend's house. Just we live to right clarify, down the what's responsibly fucked up? Just, you know, drunk enough to, to where, where you can, can like say, hey, we were fucked up. But not too drunk to where you forget. We were at a friend's house. Yeah, he was right down the street. Down the street. He's actually one of our best friends and he was one in of our my wedding. groomsmen. Yeah. Yeah. Then our wedding. And um we plan to have an interview with him and his fiance soon. And uh yeah, so we thought that we because he was down the street. It was, it was literally just one just down the street. That we Maybe would be mile. okay. And we were. Until we weren't. So this is what I remember, y'all. The Walk day was through, December thirty first, mm-hmm. twenty fourteen. Yes. And I had planned to get fucked up. I already knew what it was. I knew that I was going to go down here and I was going to drink to my heart's desire responsibly. Mm. So I had a chicken Philly. Okay. Yeah, because you got to put something. Yeah. On, okay. What was that place? That's by your mama? Probably Wings and Philly. Yeah. No. Dream Wings? Yes. Dream All Wings. Right. And, <laughs> and I had something very heavy on my stomach and we got over to Jeff's house and I was very comfortable. I was in comfortable clothes. I knew it was going to be there for a while. And I began to drink. Now, I have never had 1800 coconut before that <laughs> night. And apparently that was like two of our friends' drink of choice, Creema and Jeff. I know Creema here, so she's so, going to be cracking up. Well, wait, it was 1800 and uh, orange juice. Yeah. And it was so good. Now, I'm going to interject right here for a moment. <laughs> Mikey told me. Because I don't me. do. <laughs> I don't do tequila. It's hard to gauge. I like to be in control of my buzz. Like and you lose me. control when it comes to tequila. Only tequila I would drink was the 18, not 1800, Patron. Yeah. As and mentioned I in Patron. the episode where Randy drank my Patron before giving me a lap dance. <laughs> Go back and hear that out. It's Patron and Red Bull. And that's just because I'm West Indian and there's a theme song about it. Oh. But go ahead. I had 1800 coconut orange juice and Mikey told me not to do it. He told me. And I was like, what you talking about? This is the best drink I've ever had. It was, mm. it wasn't even really heavily mixed. It was just orange juice and tequila. Got you. And I was so fascinated by how good it tasted. And so you just kept drinking it? And I kept drinking. I had, I don't even, and I had like red solo cups of. Let's give them an idea of the volume of tequila you consumed this night. I had a lot and I still didn't feel anything. (laughs) And I kept saying that. And this is really good. I don't feel anything. Now, at this point, I've been drinking for three, four years. Mm -hmm. I should have known better. No, you were a rookie still. Yeah. 
I was. I didn't know better, but I should have. I still should have known, like basics. I'm shaking my head very, he is. very sadly at her. He's judging me. So I had this drink, and it was a lot of fun. You know, Jeff had a lot of people over. Um, but, you know, I, I was able to snag a spot on the sofa. And, and that's important. We were, yeah. You no, know, you got to find your spot at the party. We had, there were pieces there, so I was still making sure I was staying, you know, full so that it wasn't too bad on my stomach. Um, I was beginning to feel a little buzz. Mikey also made me a drink. And Mikey knows now that I don't really like his drinks. They're not, they aren't sweet. I like sweet drinks. Which my is drinks why are I made kept, to get you drunk. You can have sweet drinks. And they still taste good. They just, they're not Randy sweet. They're not sweet. They're not random. You make sweet. them like a white person makes tea. Whoa. I'm sorry. Whoa. White person from the north. Whoa. Whoa. Like no. that watered down I tea? To, I have to disagree very heavily. Well, you ask for tea. I think you're probably the only north? one that feels this way. Mike, we'll you make them better now. No, nah, nah, I made them fine before. Babe. I made them for me, and you just wanted to drink some, and I forgot I should it. also just add more juice <laughs> because of your delicate palate. Uh, Fuck you. And now I <laughs> now I know to add, you know, to, to do the 80-20 rule for you. You know, 80% juice, 20% alcohol. But I love you. And you've since grown. I have. You have. But that night, I really wanted something sweet. And so, which is why I kept going back to the tequila to and orange, orange juice. juice. I love you so much. So, at the time, we had another friend over as well. We invited a friend. Yeah, I invited one of my one of my closest friends from college. Yeah. I know was going to hear this at some point. And love you. Love we actually mentioned him in episode... Two, two. Yes. Two as well. Um, And he got fucked up, too. Yeah, he did. He did. He got responsibly. No, he didn't. So he mixed. <laughs> he had um marijuana in his system. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think. And alcohol. And alcohol. And, you know, sometimes people can, you, you know, mix and be fine. Everybody, you know, you drink and partake at your own pace. Yeah. And I thought he was okay. And I did too, until Karima, who has been mentioned in previous episodes as well, she gets up and she goes, Randy, go tell Mikey. No, she's go tell Paul to get his friend. He's about to throw up. And I look at I look at our friend and I'm like, how can she tell that he's about to throw up? Because and he then, was perfectly fine. He was fine. Everyone was having conversation. Two seconds later. Blah. It was horrible. <laughs> Bless Jeff for covering his sofas beforehand because he already knew. Yeah, that was smart. I mean, just, it was disgusting. And I was so drunk at this point, I couldn't even react. Like, I hate vomit. I couldn't even react. I literally stared at him like... (laughs) (laughs) And that's when everything went downhill. Yeah. Okay, because at this point now, we are very drunk. Okay, y'all? Randy is very drunk at this point. And you are too! Mikey, I was a different. We'll get to my reality. Okay, so... What you was thinking right now. Good. I remember. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Walk me through it, baby. I remember that you had to take Spot home. I did. And I was not happy with that because you had been drinking a lot. And I was pissed at him for getting that fucked up and essentially putting y'all both in danger because he was getting home no other way. Uber, Lyft wasn't a big deal back in yeah, 2015. Yeah, it wasn't a thing. Um, I love where your mind goes when you get upset. <laughs> like, like, oh, this nigga ruined my life right now because he drunk because he's gonna die you're gonna die That's trying not- to get him home and then you have to get back and i was just like this is horrible now for the sake of this and story, i'm gonna die living at my mom's house i'm gonna start by saying <laughs> i would never drink and drive ever so i waited until i sobered up a little bit <laughs> or a lot and um and i took that trek and it was to, a long, uh, long so it was going from east atlanta to like northwest and if you're not from Georgia, you wouldn't really know what that means. Yeah, it was about 40 miles, 50 miles. He was far, and yes. he had to drive that back. And mind you, the ball just dropped. 
Yeah. The so, ball just so, dropped. It was black. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> the ball just so dropped. I was torn between making sure that my friend doesn't throw up on his own clothes because then that smell was going to be in the car or going to kiss my fiance. And say Happy New Year. And say Happy New Year. So I kiss Randy. And then he leaves. And then I left. So in my mind, I was like, okay, Randy, like at this point, you're really fucked. Like I knew that I was there and maybe a little over, but I was like, you need, but like the fact that I was so worried about Mikey, that adrenaline about worrying about him really kept me going. And so for, he was gone, it felt like for two hours. So we're going to leave Randy there. That's, yeah, that's what where you Randy get? was. Well, um, no, there was, I remember when you got back. We're going to leave Randy there. Okay. Um, so my night went a little differently. Yes. I didn't have enough money to get myself a Philly cheesesteak. I remember that. Really? Yeah. So I bought Burger King. Wait, I think you have. Uh-uh. I, got, I got Burger King around the corner from Jeff's and I, I put like, yeah, that. I put a Whopper or two on my stomach just so I could have something to eat. I don't believe in tequila <laughs> um, unless I'm in the safety of my own home. So I was on Great Goose that night. It was a Great Goose night for me. And what, Cran? Cran grape something? I don't know. It was, <laughs> I don't it was a know. Uh, and I stuck with that same thing all night, you know, just maintaining a healthy buzz because I like to, when I drink with Randy in groups and crowds, I like to be able to be like, I like to be in a space where if something popped off, I would be able to protect her. That's fair. Yeah. Cause I can take somebody drunk if I'm not all the way drunk. Okay. I was always thinking about it in case I need to fight. Okay. Which is weird. But yeah. Um, so I'm good. I'm in a good space. My friend is good. Everybody's great. You fast forward to blah. Now, again, at this point, I am sobering up, but not really because great goose. Yeah. Um, but I'm fine enough to take the trip. It's not a trip I haven't done before. Again, I've never driven while inebriated and no one ever should. Um, so we hit the road drunk and <laughs> I'm taking no. <laughs> I'm taking this young man home. I get him out the car. I carry him up the stairs, down the stairs into his apartment and he's there safe. Meanwhile, Randy has blown up my phone multiple times, just checking to see where we are. I don't remember calling you. Ooh, okay. I I had, I think, three missed, and then I answered a a couple of them and just told you, I'm on my way. I'm coming. I'm I'm just got here. It was a little bit of a trip, but I'm coming back. I get back to the house one o'clock. So I'm going to stop you right there. Uh I remember seeing you. And then my brain, first of all, before Mikey, in the between his trip, I was in the kitchen with this white dude that I did not like. And now Jeffrey keeps a lot of white friends around him. He and does. that's okay because yes. that's growth, you know? And I am trying to get on his level because I got trust issues. But I tend to like the people Jeffrey keeps around him because he's good people. But this guy I did not like. He was kind of douchey. He was a dick. I don't use the word douchey, but he was douchey. He was horrible. And he's and he's messing with me because not like like physically, but he like he's verbally. He knows I'm drunk, so he's, he's fucking teasing. with me. Yes. And Randy's and was, really teasable when she's drunk, by the way. And I was pissed. Because I'm like, do you know I will kill you? But <laughs> I was too busy worrying about Mikey. Uh-huh. So Mikey get, comes in and I look at him and my brain that's literally the moment I felt my brain snap because you were there and I felt safe and then I felt my body was just like okay Mikey's here crash and that is the last thing I remember (laughs) didn't you try to fight one of Jeff's cousins or something while we was there that is the last thing I remember (laughs) so I know before you do your rest of your story because mine is short I remember waking up at 8 Mm a.m with my scarf on Yes. And then one of your t-shirts in your bed. Yes. I was like, huh. I get out of bed. 
go in the kitchen. Mikey's washing dishes. His mom was on the sofa, sleep. I'm like, how the hell? When did we get? What in the world is happening? So I said, hey, babe. And you looking at me like, hey. <laughs> like, what's wrong? He's like, we'll talk. We'll talk in the room. Because, you know, obviously his mom's in the room. So I say, okay. We get in the room and I say, hey, babe. Well, you know, what happened? And Mikey looks at me like, wait, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. What happened? I remember you got home, got back to jobs, and I just woke up. Now, I had a dream. Because mm-hmm. I had been oh, watching. Oh, share a dream. I had a dream. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I had been watching the originals. You know, the vampire show. Uh-huh. And I had a dream that Jeffrey's cousin was trying <laughs> to compel me. Uh-huh. Now, if you've never seen the show, I can't explain compo- compulsion to you. Like, I can't explain what it means to be compelled. It's like he was when, trying to turn you into a vampire? No, he you compelling is when you, like, stare at somebody, you can make them do whatever you want. Got you. And I had a dream that he was trying to compel me. Okay. And I kept, like, walking up to him, like, you need to stop. Like, I'm not going to fall for this. That happened in my dream. In then your I, dream? Then I woke up. And then you woke up. Got you. In my scarf and in my shirt. Okay. And then I went to go find you to be like, hey, you know, how was last night? So Randy just said <laughs> she felt safe. And then that's the last thing she remembers that's from the, the party. That's the last thing I remember. <sighs> all right. Now, then? my wife is really small. Again, I'm, I mention this very often. And she's not heavy at all. You're not heavy. Except when you're drunk. <laughs> um, and the thighs that I love, for some reason, just become a little bit heavier. <laughs> When it's time to like pick you up and like put you in a car. Um, so I just finished dropping off one drunk friend, and now my best friend apparently kept drinking fucking tequila and orange juice while I, I was did gone. Not. It just all hit me. Yeah, of course. So now I have to get Randy home, and it's fine, but Randy is like, Randy's gone, gone. Oh. On a different level. Randy hitting on me, talking like all types of shit in the car. Just, I don't remember. You could like tell. real sexy shit. I, it, I, that's it. I, that, that's enough. No one is scarred a parent. They listen. Randy talking all types of sexy shit. Actually, my fast forward like 20 seconds. <laughs> Randy over here grabbing my leg, just rubbing on my dick. Again, we are heading oh. down the street. Like, I don't remember. I'm, going, I'm just going down Memorial Drive. It's one street, one turn. By the YMCA, and then I'm there. Randy <laughs> proceeds to like put a hand in my pants. I'm like, okay, so this is like happening in the car right now. Let me let me park real quick. No. We get to the house. I park. We got busy in the vehicle. <laughs> now this is a 2015, 14, 2014 Nissan Versa <laughs> sedan. So the bitch got headroom. It was it's a good time. We lean both the seats back. Randy's all over the place. Windows steamed up. Good times. Good times were had. Randy pushes me off like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, <laughs> what, what's, going, what's wrong, babe? And then she remembers who I am. So she pulls me in and kisses me again. I was like, okay, we need to get you upstairs in the house. I don't remember. I walk around. I get out the car. I close the door. I walk around to Randy's side and Randy is not opening the door. <laughs> Randy's door is locked. And because her car has manual locks, I can't open it because there's no keyhole. She has to open the door herself. So I'm like, baby, unlock the car. And she's just telling me no. Just repeating no the whole time. And I tried to block out some of this shit. I do not <laughs> remember this. Randy's like, no. No, I'm not I'm not opening the door. I don't know you. <laughs> that's not what I said. Is that what I yes, said? Yes, that's what you said. Babe. I said, Randy, it's me. Open the door. And you look and stare at me. And Randy's head <laughs> is tilting really slowly. because She can't see me because the windows are fogged up. She's trying really hard. <laughs> So I walk back around to the driver's side. I unlock the door, unlock her door. Then I proceed to pull her out. Now, Randy has on one shoe. Whatever. We'll find the other one later. It's a pretty safe walk to get up these three flights of steps. 
We'll get her in there. Maybe she'll step on a bug. But other than that, she's pretty good. So I carry my fiance up these flights. We were engaged at this point. What year was yes, this? Yes, baby. 2015. I carry this girl up the stairs into the house. And obviously, if you've dated a black woman long enough, you know there are a couple of things you need to protect. <laughs> Most importantly, the hair. I just curl my hair. And if there's makeup that needs to be removed, it is your job as her man to remove it. I don't care who you are. I mean, it's just it's just, just being kind. They leave that stuff on overnight and then it's breakouts and all types of shit. And we ain't got time for that. So, yes, I wrapped up your hair. You did. I did. And, yes, I changed you. <laughs> Walked you to the bathroom, said, go ahead in his bathroom, picked you back up, brought you into my room. We laid down. Uh, I love you, and I don't want to hurt your feelings at all. What? So I will word this delicately. When Randy is drunk, a lot of like the things that she's insecure about start to come out. She starts asking all types of questions like, are you going to leave me? Do you love me? I are you don't happy? <laughs> but are you really happy? Like, you have to answer all of these questions. You have to keep answering them. But, like, my tone is not one that's, like, positive right now. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm happy, babe. Yes, I still love you. Why don't you sound like you hate me? <laughs> Do you really love I was like, all right. Wait. So I got to pretend like I'm asleep. Randy picks up on that, I guess, and she starts to sleep. Randy's knocked out. I'm a little too drunk to fall asleep. So I basically didn't sleep that night. I think I got, like, two hours. I woke up. My mom's home. I just got up and just started washing the dishes and thinking about my life. You know, like after after a long night, I got to clean. I know. So I went to go wash the dishes. And Randy comes out all chipper and shit. Hey, babe. I slept so good. Of course you did. I d- <laughs> so Mikey tells me what happened. And I, my mouth is open. Because apparently he told me I was messing with his cousin. Like, wasn't I like pushing him? What was I doing? Apparently Randy was threatening Jeff's cousin. Like I, I don't. Like my, my, my boyfriend on the way back. You don't get to look at me like that. I don't. Because she imagined that he was trying to control her mind. Compel. I, this is, I had to stop watching the originals. You need to stop watching a lot of shit that you watch. Because <laughs> it messes with your spirit. And you can't let go of some of this. All these murder shows and stuff, just stop. I can't. You need to watch some cartoons. Be more I like do. I've been watching cartoons. My Little Pony. Exactly. It's I mean, lit. y'all, that stuff is deep, actually. <laughs> it is. So, I was really down about it because with uh-huh. my history, it is not good when I have traumatizing experiences with sex. Mm-hmm. Though it was with Mikey, I was just like, I don't like that. I can't remember having sex. You know, I, I like I legitimately blacked out and that has never happened to me before. So I was really embarrassed. And it's never happened to me either. But I was just more like, I was like, I don't understand. Like, I, I get how you're feeling. I get that there was like a sense of control that, you know, Randy needs to be in control when it comes to certain things. And you kind of lost control last night. However, you lost control with the person you were supposed to lose control with. Like, yeah. you were always safe. There was nothing that was going to happen to you. So Randy has been holding on to that for a very long time now. Holding on to what? Like that panic in that moment of not yeah. knowing. So I would, for like two years, I would drink and then I'd wake Mickey up in the middle of the night. And be like, and that's always, and then fun. I would recount what happened because I I was so afraid of forgetting. Because to this day, that is four hours I cannot recall. All I have to go off on is what Mikey said. About an hour and a half of them four hours was nice. <laughs> <laughs> that poor little car, y'all. And I've heard this. I've mentioned before in the Mother's Day episode. My shoe was um was in the car, <laughs> and I couldn't remember. I was just like, why are the seats like this? And Mike was like, well, we had sex in the car, and I'm just like. Why are both the seats? Like, I did not understand <laughs> what the fuck had happened. But so, y'all, I know this episode was originally supposed to be about one crazy ass night. But Mikey is too. Has also had a fucked up night. Oh, 
we talking Where about? Whoa, whoa, to... whoa, whoa, whoa. I just, so we just we real quick. We did not quick, talk about this in production. Quick. Oh, no, whoa, oh, real quick, my ass. No, Let me tell you so what happened about was, your friend. In this Mikey. story, we are moving forward. Mikey. So Danielle. I had to go get your boy. Weeks ago, I time love. Look All at right. that. Okay. Do your thing. Mikey was with someone. Notice that you have to, you, you're married to me. Babe, I'm not going to say anything that. crazy. Go ahead. He was at a party. Uh-huh. Get together, get together, and I was with one of my closest friends who was visiting from New York. Wait, I don't remember this party no more. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, you could have brought this up. We I completely forgot. I'm sorry. Let's go. So I keep getting calls. So I'm trying to eat with my friend who I haven't seen and, since my wedding. And she, Randy, and his friend are very, very close. We're very um, close. And normally, me and Randy do do most like parties together. However, this friend being in town, it was like, okay, I'll go to this party that I'm going to, and you go with your friend. Yeah. Because. Y'all ain't seen each other. She's not going to be in town for long. Go. Have fun. Yeah. So I was eating with her at Hooters. Um, we were just talking it up, having a really good time. I was so happy to see her. And she was here for work. And I keep getting calls. And everybody's calling me like, hey, Paul's really drunk. Hey. Like, everybody keeps sending messages and voicemail. Hey, we took his keys from him because he's in no shape to drive. Hey, he's not responsive. <sighs> so I have to get Uber to mm. him. My friend pays for it um, just because she's just a kind person. And she pays for me to get Uber to him because we had no intention that this night went this way. Mikey was supposed to come get me after the party uh-huh. and then we go home. You know, he was just supposed to get just good enough, take some time sobering up like we usually do, and then come scoop me. But he mm-hmm. did. So I had to get Uber to him. We get to this house. I get to this house and your boy, who was 6'2", and at this time, probably 250 pounds. I was at like 250-something. Yeah. It splayed out like Christ. I was taking a nap. On the floor. I was taking a solid nap. He got nap. one Your of his friends okay. over him, fanning him. Paul, come on, man. Get I didn't up. need a fan. Get up. I didn't need that. Yeah, come on. Wake up. Open your eyes. Open I was eyes. good. His other <laughs> friends are all crowded around like, is he okay, man? Is he? There's a bag by him. And I just say, Mikey. And he opens his eyes. And his friend is like, that's the first time he done opened his eyes. <laughs> That's the first time he done opened his eyes in like two hours. Because I was like, really? He's like, hey, baby. I'm just looking at him like, nigga, I will get up. Like, I was so scared. Because I'm like, why are you? I've never, I've seen Mikey. I don't, I don't do this. But he was. I don't do this. This I've never. This is the first and only time something like this has happened. I've never seen him like that in my life. And it it scared the crap out of me. So I'm going to give some backstory now. We we had time to provide context for yours. What? What was the backstory? Ass. Um, So it was a, like, it was a team meeting party. This had been a stressful year. Mm -hmm. And just. There was a lot going on. I'm able to look back now and be like, yeah, you was definitely battling with depression in those moments. And it might not have been the best idea for you to be drinking. Right. But not only did I drink that night, I drank everything. I know. I mixed shit that I wasn't supposed to. I never, I never, I I usually stick to like one thing, maybe two, if it's the same color. Like I had drank vodka. I had drank crown. It wasn't even like good stuff. It was like Smirnoff. Like, yeah, like some terrible stuff. I had crown. I had some other shit like tequila. Yeah. Also, I may have smoked. A cigarette is how I word it. A black? There was stuff in it. Uh, and so all of those things mixed together, on top of the fact that I did a lot in like two hours. And this was before the party even started. Um, led to me being really hot. I got real sweaty. Um, my pride won't let me throw up, but, you know, it died that night. So, and I'm pissed because I'm like, I never get to do shit. I haven't seen this friend since our wedding mm. last year mm-hmm. and or a few months ago at this point. And um, 
Here you go. The one time I get out outside of each other. The one so this is also the one time, time that I'm I out. get out anyway. and you get fucked up. So I was really pissed. It wasn't And on I purpose. was scared. So I had to get him home. We had it took like four people to get him to the car because Mikey is huge. He's too I'm not big. That big. He got me sitting on his lap, trying to kiss something. And I'm like, I will kill you. Like, I just need to make sure you're okay. I am okay. I just want to kiss. You didn't seem okay. Can you and you smelled like everything. Like, <laughs> like it was, that's not even the worst part. We get you in the car. Uh-huh. And Mikey was driving. Wait, what his, car was that? I was, was in my car. Yeah. So we was in the Gallant. And it was, y'all was just, I told Mike I didn't want to drive this car. And Randy don't it like, wasn't did safe. not like driving. It was safe. It wasn't safe. It ran and it stopped. The stairwell shook whenever you turn. That's it's not true. Mike, your car Only was, when you go over bumps. Mikey, it wasn't safe. It was a lot of potholes. And Mikey's so drunk. He's like, babe, can you slow down? And I'm literally doing five miles an hour. And I don't I'm remember like, that. I gotta get you home. I don't remember. You're like, babe, slow down. And I'm like, because you were like panicking behind the wheels. Like it's okay. You don't take your time. I. (laughs) (laughs) We get home. Uh huh. And I'm like, shit. I got a flight of stairs to get up. And I get Mikey out the car. He's leaning all on the car. He don't want to be helpful. And we're and I get him to. I don't want to be helpful, or I'm drunk right now. Both. And we get to the steps. Uh Notice how when I told y'all earlier, I ain't say she ain't want to be helpful. You said I was I just, I just carried my you drunk wife upstairs. I ain't call you fat. <laughs> I ain't say that at all. We could, we could check tape. You did it. But no, you were very heavy, babe. And you were like, I was worried. And I was like, we're going to die on these steps. And then what we going to look like? <laughs> what we going to look like? Necks broke on these concrete steps. I can see the news the article. Wife crushed to death and left. Yes. Unfound overnight underneath. Husband. 250 pound husband. So I say, babe, uh-huh. I know you're really drunk. But we have to get up these stairs. I really need your help. And I snapped out of it. And you say, okay. And I just literally walked right yes. up the steps and he like said, I okay. was over. And then I got then to the door. Then he got to the door and that stopped. And it was a wrap. <laughs> and so I had to carry Mikey to, from the living room door. And, I, and our small apartment looked way bigger. On this night? On this night. Uh-huh. It seemed like a four-bedroom apartment with a lot of space. <laughs> and I had to get you from the front door to our bedroom. Uh-huh. And I proceeded to take Mikey's clothes off because he's saying he's really hot. And y'all, the room smells like nothing but tequila i've never if there it was so loud in there yeah i was really sweaty and he was sweating and we went to sleep and he woke oh, up oh i didn't eat nothing yeah he didn't have anything um, i had got there was a chick-fil-a around the corner from our house so like we stopped there i had like maybe a chick-fil-a sandwich hello this is hannah from red-handed would you like to watch something scary like really scary so scary you'll hide behind the sofa then you need shudder shudder offers everything from the latest releases like the boy behind the door and psycho gorman to untouchable favorites like the texas chainsaw massacre and halloween polygon describes shudder as a horror movie paradise and they aren't wrong shudder is the ultimate collection of classic and original horror which pushes boundaries and showcases original storytelling with something new to watch every week it's available right now ad free and on demand through all of the platforms you already use sign up now at shudder.com that's s-h-u-d-d-e-r.com shudder so good it's scary but i'm pretty sure i drank more than a gallon of alcohol he drank a lot and then he threw up everything the following morning everything i had to get a garbage bag everything and i don't throw up and i had to hold his hair and I yes, was just, Randy held my hair behind my I head. Hold his hair while he that threw up. That was so up. nice of you. And I, I, at this point, I'm like, okay, he's okay. He's throwing, get, he's getting it out of his system. But you but she's not looking really. at me like she's glad I'm okay. Randy was looking at me with hate for like. I wasn't. I didn't oh, hate he you. Was looking at me with hate. I didn't hate you. Your eyes said. Different. I was upset because you know better. But 
I didn't do it on purpose. I know. You scared the shit out of me. So we, as you have heard, those two crazy ass nights. Okay. Uh, okay. And these are the shenanigans of an engaged couple and a married couple. So you see, it don't get better. <laughs> don't. To be honest with y'all, how, how long have you been married, babe? Two years. Two years? No, not three. A third. About a month ago. <laughs> we'll save that story for another day. We just had another crazy ass night. Did we? Oh, yeah. What well, I did. Oh, okay. We ain't so, telling it though. Nah, 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 nah. So the Ooh. lessons overall learned. What lessons did you learn from this, Randy? Only drink 1800 in small doses. Nice. Nice. I could see that. Or no doses. I actually at all. really like 1800. To be honest with you, yeah, it grew on me too. But and I like I, silver. I, I don't like coconut. We should probably stop drinking. <laughs> alcohol takes time. Randy was drinking alcohol like it was juice. And right after she take a shot, she'd be like, I don't feel nothing. But I'm better now. I get it now. I'm so glad you grew out of that phase. Don't let your friends mix spirits or drugs. Yeah, there's no reason to be drunk and high unless so choose you have one. Like, practiced. Choose one. Or you're taking it easy on one. John. I'm just saying a name. <laughs> choose one. And if you're going to get blackout drunk, do it with somebody you trust. Yes. I did not encourage getting blackout drunk on purpose. It was really scary. Even though I knew I was with Mikey and my friends who have been in my life since I was 10. But I really regretted that night i actually ended up spending the following day at my grandmother's house in her bed wallowing in self-pity i was already very ashamed of my actions um i was i was like i was like you know at least it was around people who wouldn't make me feel worse for this but then i got like video messages and pictures of me laid out you did yeah i did from who yeah one of them oh yeah i was like oh all right you never told me that. Yeah, it was like that. It was in a group message. I was like, okay, so I'm going to just stop talking for a minute. You never like told terrible. me that. Yeah, I already felt like terrible about it. I know. Because, yeah. I didn't know they actually sent you pictures. Not all of them. It was one of them. And then and I was like, ah, oh, it was funny. Oh. It was bad. I think I was singing. I don't know. Oh, bad. Yeah. Don't let me see that. I don't think it exists anymore. Okay. I could check one of my old metros. Well, that was our storage, y'all. That was a crazy ass night. Yeah. And a crazy ass night part two that Randy just sprinkled in there. It just I just thought about it. I saw we had a little bit more time. Yeah, look, and I didn't want to be, be out here you. like Randy's the only one that be having these embarrassing moments. Sometimes, I already got the bad lap dance. Word. That episode was all about my my that foolishness. No, it was it was about how you drank my alcohol when you shouldn't have. I I was a part of that. No, you weren't. Okay. And mm-hmm. we just really wanted to share it. We really needed a story in between our list that we've been giving y'all. So look. Everybody knows that alcohol makes for a good story. Yeah. You, if you, yeah. Please, or a bad story. We're asking y'all this week. Leave us a voicemail about a time you got fucked up. Fucked up. Okay. Just, I just want to hear like a drunk story that's going to make me laugh. And don't worry about it being too long. We'll like cut things out if yeah. you like, you know, if that like will help you feel better about leaving a long message. But try to keep it under two minutes. And if not, it really is okay. But try. People don't always aren't always conscious of how long they talk. Put a time. I just don't on. want people to have anxiety about it when you could just and then mess up the story. Cause you or or you know you could send it and we just we we may not put it in an episode. It'll just be for like us yeah. for our archives. Yeah, and we'll play it later. Or you could send an email and then we'll read that email instead. I don't know. It's up to you. But yeah. we really like our voicemail system. Share a story. So share a story with us. We hope y'all really liked that episode. That was a crazy night. You can have fun with the person you're with. You know, if you trust them. Yeah, man. If they're good to you and won't hold it over your head. I just remember when we were younger, a lot of the stories that were told about like marriage, they didn't really talk about all of the fun stuff. We would see married couples and like we'd see, you know, they're raising kids, they're working jobs. They all, they look like, you know, they're taking care of business. But it wasn't until we got older that I found out they were still like out here. Yeah. Enjoying their life. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, now that I'm married with you, 
and we've still been like doing things. It's like you can still have fun, yeah, in your marriage. These are stories I plan to tell my kids when they are grown. I will lie. Why? Because we already discussed that. You're not lying to them. That's true. <laughs> All right. So that Moving was our occasion. Please, yes, please leave us a voicemail. By the time you got fucked up, we can't wait to hear them. And um, or a time maybe your friend did, but like leave their friend out of it if you don't have their permission to tell. Or set them up, and we could talk about them in a space where you just want to feel free to talk about somebody. All right. So we are on to our fight or flight. And here's the special edition of our fight or flight, brought to you by. Brianna. Brianna. Hey, y'all. This is Brianna. I'm calling for my own personal fight or flight. My question is, how come y'all never show up to things on time? Never. We have to tell y'all to get there at a certain time, which is like sometimes an hour early than when we need y'all to be there because y'all never get there on time. Would you have to fight this or flight this? Love you. Come on. You ready, Randy? All right. So... <laughs> Hmm. We are going to give y'all two. This has never happened before, so it we're has, really excited. This is a really for great you. example Thank of you. how to fight clean and how to fight dirty. Yes. And so we're going to show y'all the fight and dirty one first. Go ahead, babe. Brianna, this is called deflection. If you don't know, it is. Have a seat, real quick, sis, and listen up. I don't even know how to say. <laughs> first of all, nah, I ain't gonna go there. <laughs> Let me just say this: I don't want no beef with you when this is over. But why you always messing with fuck boys? <laughs> no, we playing. Why did niggas always start with Jay? These are the questions. No, that's the talking flexion. about. Why am I late? Why your shoes always untied? <laughs> hey, you talking about? No, Bree. You know we were thinking about this, and we literally just had our trainer who left the voicemail earlier be like, "Do we need to change y'all time?" Because we <laughs> we kept showing up. Like we scheduled for six o'clock, and we, but we get there at six ten, six fifteen. Yeah, six ten. Like, and so we were like, you know, finally, yes. So let me just say this: I actually really do have a lot of anxiety about being late. Mm. And every and we talked about this before after we heard the voicemail and um before we responded. But we know and, no. While we, Randy has anxiety, I like to be the person who's on time. I like to fight black stigmas. Yeah, and I didn't honestly have a problem being on time until we moved in together. Yeah. Um, And then we got grew. And so our lateness is mainly due in part to poor planning. planning. We are always underestimating. How much time we need in order to do something. Right. So we'll be ready to go and realize the group's crate isn't tra- it's packed. You know, he has no food. Where is his bag? You know, um, maybe sometimes we want to have sex. You know, but <laughs> not maybe that has been that has happened the reason sometimes. For, yeah, a so of, yeah, we do recognize that that has been the case. But also, I know Mikey doesn't always like to be the first one there because yeah, like, we usually get put to work. Yeah, sometimes I just want to be a guest. We used to show up mad early for stuff and be like, "Hey, so y'all gonna do this?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh wait, hold on. You need us to move a bed? <laughs> can I just?" Can I sit for a minute? Drive I mean, I get it. I'm a very know? large person. And, you know, you want to put the big nigga to use. However, sometimes he just want to chill. Yeah. So it's a mixture of. Poor planning. Poor spontaneous planning, sex. And just not trying to be the first people there. But we do recognize. At least I recognize. That's what I've been doing lately. I've been text trying to text like, hey, I'm running a little behind. And I try to do it like 30 minutes in advance. Yeah, when we I are just big on communicating. I'm going we to be. We're going to be a little late. Like maybe we underestimate the fact that. I don't know. Group ran out of food. So now we got to go stop and get him food. Because we know we're going to be at this place all day. He's going to be hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, Type thing. So it's usually poor planning. But we know when we pack before. Um, Sometimes we always just operate off of the balance of whoever we got something planned with. Right. Because you ain't always on time either. But you know, 
That's fighting dirty. It is. So we let me, had our bad. we had our fighting dirty segment. Okay, this is the clean part. This is the clean part. Um, you're perfect in every way, <laughs> and we hope to be more like you in the future. Well, we really appreciate you leaving that voicemail for real. That was fun. And we never get to switch up our fight or flight. That's true. So, so for now you're like you've the opened up a whole other world for y'all to bring fight or flights to us and cause fights between me and the misses, or between us and y'all. Right. Because we a team, damn it. And I'm tired of fighting with you sometimes. A little bit. Like I fight with you all day. I like it though. If it leads to like really, I know really you great do. sex. Like I know. Yeah. You do. Just and take you your frustrations help. on. I'm but no, Brie, we do apologize. I have been trying to do better at like texting y'all like, hey, we're running a little behind. This is why. Which seems to do be helping. Um and to also do obviously have a, this which seems to be helping. <laughs> which seems to help behind the preposition. I know. Which seems to help. Um but yeah. But a former fighting dirty on y'all part is being like when we do show up on time or early. Hey, y'all are early. Y'all are on time. Like that's liable to get you slapped. It also but- <laughs> is liable to make a nigga want to be twenty minutes late. Wait, like you time. know, next time I think well, I'm just gonna just, fuck with you. Yeah, and show up tomorrow. <laughs> but no, we know that's not right. <laughs> so how about we will fight clean and show up, and y'all will fight clean and start breaking up. Oh, shit. And I like balance. So, you know, why don't y'all be on time, too? Yeah. Food for thought. And, like, no passive aggressiveness. Yeah. Either active aggression or no aggression. Let's just talk. Let's be open. We love you, Brie. We do love you. Thank you. This was fun. For your your fight or flight. And so we are agreeing to flee an apology. Flee while throwing shit? Yeah. But see, yeah. Run away while taking shots? Right. But, you know, at least we're fleeing and apologizing. But no, really. I'm interested to know what you think about this. Bri. This should be fun. Don't leave another voicemail. Don't leave another voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> but no, really. Thanks, Bree. That was our fight or our flight. flight. Alright, my love. PDA. PDA. Now, you know I struggle with these because there's it's so many PDA. things that I am thankful for you for. I know. And I don't really know where to start anymore. At this point, everybody know how sappy I am about you and how I feel about you. But what they don't know is what how sappy i can get so let's dive in <laughs> i was looking at your feet this morning Mike. <laughs> and i was like yo them toes mikey are hot are you playing i am not i love your toes and then i was like her toes are connected to her feet and they're so t- it's just cute and i was like oh she got nice feet is this pda about my feet and they are and i really wish you would let me do things to your feet no no okay i'm too ticklish got you i will kick you in your throat <laughs> and then you you hate me you be walking around looking like the joker I'm joking, but this is oh, funny. Okay, Why are you threatening my throat anyway? No, I, not like on purpose. I would do it out of sheer like shock. Mm. Okay, go ahead. Your real PDA. You. No, my real PDA is is another highlight of your consistency. You keep us on track, and I appreciate it. Our last couple of fighter flights, we have actually been putting work towards, including the dishes, communicating with each other on things that keep us out of fights. And I just noticed that you've been putting effort, ah, putting forth effort mm-hmm. into making sure that we are actually keeping up with what we say we're going to keep up with. So even though I felt some type of way about you putting that video up on Instagram about how I ain't washed that cup out, <laughs> I washed it. You did. And now we good. We are. And it did not lead to a fight. It didn't. About laundry or some other shit that had nothing to do with the cup. Right. So thank you. You're welcome. For keeping us in check. And hopefully this leads to toaster. <laughs> Ahead, I'm about baby. to block you. On what? Everything. Just I'm about to just put you a stop live with to me, this. Nick. Put a stop to it. All right. All right. So my PDA. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate how you have been. I think that you've been um, really checking yourself when it concerns communication. Like I feel like you say something and then you 
act like that thing you said. So it makes me feel safe to communicate with you. I realize that I am married, you know, and that when I keep things from you out of pride or out of being embarrassed or out of in my like false sense of trying to protect you from something that I am taking away your right to be a husband. And so I really appreciate Mm. you for being open and available for me to tag you in. Because as you mentioned last week, I do be in my head a lot and I do get quiet and that does take me further away from you. And then by the time you've snapped me out of it, I'm all self-stimulated and exhausted and don't want to deal. And um, but you are helping me learn how to tag you in and that I don't have to be alone or isolated or do it by myself all the time. And that has really been great for my mental health and just for me feeling safe in my relationship that I can share things with you and um and just have someone to like carry more like just carry some stuff so that I don't have to do it by myself because I'm not by myself and I should stop acting like I am you are not a single black woman right I'm a married black woman mm-hmm. and you know while there are some things I just have to do on my own and you just have to do on your own because like we're our own people there are some things that I can get help with even if that's just talking out some stuff with you I really appreciate you leaving yourself accessible to that even if after you heard what I've been thinking, you look at me like I'm crazy. Like you're crazy? That I am crazy. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's my PDA. Well, thank you, baby. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Awesome. All right. Well. That was our episode, that y'all. That was episode 16. It was. A couple crazy ass nights. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should change the title. Change the title. We'd have to go back through the intro and all no, that. We ain't got time for that. We're just going to change the words. Y'all will be all right. Um, <laughs> please be sure to check out our website. Blackmillennialmarriage.com. If you are unable to listen through any platform, I don't know how you'd make it to this point, but like our episodes are on our website. Yeah. If you're ever having trouble accessing it anywhere else. And I'm real big on like listening to us on all the platforms just because y'all, like I said, I'm type A. I got to like figure out how things work. It does play really well on the website. So you don't have to worry about it. Yes. But if you do listen to us other places, please rate us on those said places like iTunes. Mm-hmm. Stitcher. And Google Play Music. Now, the reason for this is, is because we're trying to, like, grow. Yeah. And we ain't gonna grow if y'all don't say shit. So speak up. We really appreciate it. We actually love reading the feedback. It's fun. It helps us. Sometimes it pops up right on, a, like, a rough day. And it's just like, oh, somebody left a really nice review. And y'all keep our spirits high. Y'all do. And keep us wanting to do this. So thank you. Thank you. Um, Subscribe to our newsletter. Yeah. Because... We are plucking names today. Yeah, we are plucking names today. And next month, y'all, we are determined to give every newsletter subscriber a gift. So in July, everybody on our newsletter currently yeah. <laughs> will have a gift because we really do appreciate everybody who is taking like time that? to subscribe. Because I'd hate to get a million subscribers <laughs> and be like, so, you know, if you listen to this episode from this date on back. And we can track that. Yeah. So from Sunday's date, I'll give you to Monday. From Monday's date on back, if you mm-hmm. subscribe to our newsletter, you will be, you will receive a gift in July. And it will be one that you like. Yeah. And keep. We've been thinking about it. Also, new listeners, hey, we've been seeing a lot of people leave us comments on Instagram. Yeah. What's up? Thank y'all so much. Um, but please make sure to go back and listen to episodes one to five. And I really appreciate five. y'all for tuning into this foolishness. Yeah, we really appreciate it. So thank you. 
Follow us on social media. Where are we on Instagram? We are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook. We are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter. Black Mill Mayor Pod. Now, how do you think you've been doing on a Twitter, babe? On Twitter, I think that I have been very, very bad in the last few days. <laughs> but other than that, we've been good. I had like saw a comment the other day of somebody that listened to an episode and... Oh! Like, Ooh, engagement. Oh, you ain't been on there in a minute? It's been good. They was like, yeah, I was listening to this episode about long distance relationships and like, yeah, y'all hit the, the nail on the head. I missed I like, that. Yeah, we did. Let me go see. You cute. Long distance relationships ain't shit. I am cute. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, y'all. <laughs> Thank you again for listening. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good, so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no iPod, but none above it, I'm focused on what the funk is, don't know what's so fierce, I'm sipping time to pee. ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Meredith Masony. And I'm Tiffany Jenkins. We're the hosts of Take It or Leave It, a podcast where we discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Join us every week where we sit down and talk about parenting, even though we don't really know what we're talking about. We have guests, we take your calls, and we get weird. Tiffany and I are just like you. We are two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. Join us on Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. A cash recommends.